The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. happening i'm not even sure what's happening dust are you all right is this what is happening right now not sure it's the five count oh yeah welcome to the show here it is not sure what was going on there Mm, little indigestion some kind of interference or something there wow wow you know how it goes it's crazy son what is happening here? I'll tell you what's happening, Tom. Are we are we in danger right now? What's going on? I uh, I blew past numerous police barricades to make it to the Fireside Studios tonight. Yeah, what the heck? It's dangerous out there. Yikes! But it would be more dangerous for the public if the five count were to not air at you its normal so? time slot. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people. That's probably true. Maybe that's what's happening. Maybe somebody was holding up being like, What's the five count starting to record? Had a bad Wi Fi connection. Get them out of the horn right now, or they all die. Son, you shouldn't make jokes. Yeah, I shouldn't. Because when I get shot after we leave here, you're going to feel a little guilty. I thought you said it's possible that you are the shooter. I would not say that. I said that I probably could handle it if something were to come up. Okay. As in, you could use me as a shield. Oh, okay. That's really nice of you. Well. I mean, I knew that you were like my best friend ever, but I didn't know it was that serious. You know what I mean? That's like a whole nether level of like, hey man, you can use me as a shield. Wow. I never even thought in a million years you would say that. Unbelievable. I'm a true gentleman. Listen. I kind of feel the same. Like, if it was going down, I would jump in front of you, like in the movies. I would jump in front to take the blow. You know what I mean? Or if there's, like, a grenade, I might jump on it. Or I would push you. You would push, so we'd end up in a fight as to who's going to die for the other one. Yeah, probably. Okay. No, Dust, get off of, no, I want to, oh, I want to die. Not all heroes wear capes. Wow. Whatever that means. That's amazing. Todd, speaking of amazing, 
I sound funny on this thing. Do I sound okay? I think you sound great. Think something happened here? I think you sound beautiful. Do I sound any fatter than I usually do? Uh, no, I think I am, but I mean, that's just part of my life. Well, on that note, we've got a big show tonight. Okay. Special guest, exclusive interview, rock and roll hall of famer. It's a big show, ton. Oh, man. Want to know who's on the show? Yeah. Want me to tell you who's on the show? Yes, please. Guess who's on the show? <laughs> no idea. Rod Argent from the Zombies. <laughs> what, dude? Remember the Zombies? The Zombies. Ton said no, 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 no. You remember? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's pretty cool. What's Ton's name? <laughs> Who's his daddy? Yeah, dude. Yes. He also had a lot of solo albums. Really? Remember uh, when he had that song, uh, God Gave Rock and Roll to You? Yeah. And yeah. then they played it at the end of I do remember Bill that. and Ted's Bogus Journey yeah. and Save the World. Yeah. Yeah. And then he said, hold your head up. Whoa. Yeah. Those are all solo? Those are all solo? Same guy. Oh, Wow. I didn't know that part. I didn't know there was... Wow, so he still had hits when he went solo. He's done it all. But That's now he, awesome. Now he's back with the zombies. And they have a new album out. This is going to be interesting. It's called Different Game. Wow. Yeah. The zombies. It, it is a different game now. Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. That's really cool. Those are pretty interesting songs. Those are definitely... Um, all those are songs in that realm of like they had a bunch of radio play and there's probably a lot of people that maybe don't know the zombies or that guy but then when you hear those songs you definitely have heard them before you know what i'm saying where you're definitely like oh yeah i've heard this i think I, I think i know what you're saying that's awesome it is the time of the season yes <laughs> that is pretty awesome it's a pretty big get yeah. Rod Argent on the program tonight. Man, that's pretty sweet. Ton on the program tonight. Here I am. Ton gave rock and roll to you. I'm I'm here. I'm just scraping by, you know, just trying to make it every second of every day. I think I saw Nikki walking outside with her man the other day. I tried to give a little honk and a wave. Got a wave back from her man. Man, wow. It was really something. I almost stopped. But then I was like, you know what? Maybe she doesn't like us anymore, so better not do it. It was bound to happen. I know. Made it longer than most. Usually a lot of people make that decision. They come to that conclusion in roughly 12 minutes. Yeah, 12 minutes. So like making it a year or two, that's impressive. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Ton and all of Ton's family members and close friends all decided within about three minutes that it was a bad idea to have anything to do with me yeah they really did they were really excited for like two and a half minutes that i did this radio show and everything was cool and they listened to it all together and then i started talking yeah about the three minute mark and they were out they've never been back and they said who is this fat richard what a bummer and guess what i'm still here yes (laughs) jokes on you (laughs) I wouldn't have it any other way he does. Take that, Kleins. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think that is weird sometimes. Like Can't get rid of me that easy. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, I guess, but I feel like if any of my family members were doing a radio show, I would listen to it. I would just listen to it. You know what I mean? I would just like that's part of the thing. 
Like if my wife did a radio show once a week, pretty sure I would listen to it. I don't think my wife has listened to it ever, or maybe it was once and then never again. Again, that was my fault. I don't think it really was, though. I think it's more her fault. Ton, you don't even listen to this show. I don't, but it's because I'm on it. I do a show every week, and you don't listen to it. I've been listening. So how do you think I feel? Oh, jeez. Precisely. All right, fine. Do you listen to it over again? I have to. No, you don't. I have to. It's like watching game film. Tons allergic to great radio. Maybe that's part of the problem. You only have to because you're editing. I listen through it to make sure there's no swears before I send it to Dwayne Migaw. Also, I like to hear Migaw. all the funny stuff that you say after the fact. Okay. Because like when we're going through it, when we're in it, yeah, in the trenches of great radio, uh-huh. it's like I know a ton is hilarious. But I don't have time to stop and really digest it. Really? Really grasp exactly how good he is. See, that's hilarious because my whole thought process is exactly opposite where I'm like in it and I'm thinking, this must be going well and I must be funny and Dusty's hilarious and I know that to be true. I better not listen to it later because then I might realize how bad I am, How (laughs) how much I actually suck. No, I think we aged very well. Huh. All right. Or at least you have. Me? To be honest, I go back and cut out everything that I say. (laughs) You can't even do that. There's droves of fans that just are here for you, Dust. I know that's not real. It's kind of like that. Have you seen on the internet back in the day when they had the Garfield comic strips? Oh, yeah. But they would take Garfield out. No, I and it was just John Arbuckle <laughs> talking to nobody. I did not see that. Okay, no. so that's exactly wow. what this show has turned into. Wow, because I cut out all of my speaking parts. Mm-hmm. That can't be good. That's why we're on separate channels uh-huh. here, and I have the bed music on to cover up the fact that there's long, like right now, for instance, a, just a long pause. Because <laughs> what I'm saying now isn't going out over the air. It just can't be kept. It's only going into your headphones. Yeah. What you're saying is just not good enough. It's not even B-roll. So really, it's not so much like a an entertaining radio show as it's kind of almost like an art piece in a way. Yeah. Like performance art. You know, I Where that guy that. talks to himself and thinks someone else is in the room with him, <laughs> but he's all alone. The joke's on me. The art's on me. Wow. Thank you so much. Well. Huh. I hope now that you know... The secret sauce that yeah. doesn't affect the quality of the show. That's a really interesting thought, actually. Hmm. Well, thank you so much. This is the Five Count. If you would like to contribute to the show, please give us a call at the Five Count Hotline, 507 519 Ton, who are you talking to? Nobody, I guess. <laughs> to the ether, putting it out there. Classic. Hey, I got a text message from John in New Ulm. Oh, really? He says that we had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show, which we did last week. Yeah. Hope you remember, I used to send Ninja Turtles postcards when I wrote. This year's new Turtles animated movie. Saw a little of Renfield Dracula is Nicolas Cage. Very bloody. Actress Aquafina in it also. Fun to watch. News you can use, John in New Ulm. 
Wow, thanks, John. Yeah, man. Of course I remember that Turtles Turtles memorabilia. Is there an actress named Aquafina? I am not aware of that person, but maybe it's real. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I trust the guy. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, interested in that new Dracula movie with Nicolas Cage. Um I can't help think it's going to be like a little bit cheeky or something. It's going to be like butt cheeky? No, it's just it's going to be like humorous. Cuz he looks funny in it to me. Oh. He doesn't look scary. He looks funny. Cheeky. Yeah. Do you feel maybe feel isn't the right mm. right uh, verb mm. to use there. Boy, I would like to feel. Do you do you worry that perhaps this show it gets a little too butt cheeky? I think we're supposed to be butt cheeky. I think that's part of our MO, really. I think it's like part of our responsibility. Our MO. A little bit. You know what I'm saying? I don't. It's just part of the territory, I think. Is it because of stuff like this? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's precisely. Of course it is. (laughs) Wow. All right, Ton, grow up. Oh, yeah. We got Rod Argent on the program tonight for crying out loud. Okay, wonderful. Let's hear some music from the zombies. Let's do it. The Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. You know, the guy that's on our show. Love it. No one else can say that. Love this idea. Well, no one told me about her, the way she lied. Well, no one told me about her, how many people cried. But it's too late to say you're sorry. Soft and cool, her eyes were clear and bright, but 
This is Rick Wakeman, and you're listening to The Five Count.
Manzanera from Roxy Music and you're listening to The Five Count. Thank you. 
Yikes. <laughs> wow. Welcome back. Wow. I don't even know what that's left me speechless, honestly. Ton gave rock and roll to you. Man. Then he put it in the souls of everyone. Yes. That's beautiful. Or so the song goes. So the song goes. Welcome back to the five count. It's been pretty good so far debatable ton i got a question for you i've been thinking about this okay and it's um not very important but just thought i'd make conversation yeah did you have any subscriptions to magazines when you were a kid i did did you have a lot were they good ones i had three 
Were they all car magazines with bikini girls on the hoods? Um, not all with bikinis, but they all were car magazines. At one point, I had four. Um, yeah. Hot I, Rod? Yeah, I had Hot Rod magazine, the longest. I had Motor Trend for a while because they kind of like paired them together for a while. So Hot Rod and Motor Trend. And the yeah, Hot Rod was the longest running. And I remember even then feeling... Do you remember this? Like when you had a subscription or you had magazines, it was like you you were supposed to save them for some oh, reason. Oh, yeah. Like everybody saved them and it was like as if there was some kind of a feeling like as if they're going to be worth something. See, here's what happens. You saved them forever. Yeah. Thinking that. And then eventually you came to the conclusion that this is dumb. I don't need to save all these old magazines. Yeah. And then you threw them away. Yeah. And now, present day, you're like, damn, I should have kept all those magazines. Yeah. Maybe. Sort of. Because <laughs> we're in a weird scenario where I think there's like, there's a value in the magazine, but it's not a, a like a monetary one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's... If they're looking for a specific one, as far as car magazines, if they're looking for a specific one that, like, a specific issue, somebody might buy it on eBay because they want it to stick it in their hot rod car that they currently own that's the same as whatever in the magazine. But other than that, I don't think they're really worth much. But anyways, I had that. um, And then the one I kept trying to have but was just expensive and hard to actually get a subscription for was Lowrider Magazine, but I absolutely loved it. And even when I didn't have a subscription, I bought them. I would go and I would find them when they came out and I would buy them. And Lowrider never had nudity, but it often had bikini women in it and they had centerfolds and stuff, so they still sold lowrider a lot of times in a plastic sleeve um in the 90s and bummer i remember that was like a thing you know they'd be like weird wait a minute you're 16 is this and i'm like it's not nudity like just let me buy it please <laughs> please know. just let me buy it please i loved it i loved lowrider magazine um yeah, and then my fourth subscription for a while was Motocross, <laughs> Motocross Magazine. Man, that's a lot. Yeah, and then uh, my dad got, like, he eventually married this woman who worked for the Minnesota Valley Printing, and she just gave, she could just get any magazines, really. And so he just had, he still has stacks and stacks of magazines. He still gets magazines all the time and brings me like dirt bike and motocross, like all these magazines he'll pass on to me. But I, it's tough because I don't have the heart to tell him, like, I don't sit around and look at magazines anymore. Like, I can't. And, and he'll be like, oh, no, there's this really sweet article on this such and such motorcycle or whatever. You got to read it. And it's like, I can quickly search now and find that article online. And then if I really want to learn about a manufacturer or a specific bike, I can like very efficiently hit a bunch of forums and stuff really easily and actually dive deep and learn about the thing way easier than a magazine. It's crazy. So, yeah, but there's no bikini babes on these forums. There's not. Usually not. 
So it's weird. I do I do fondly remember the magazines, and I do kind of enjoy like you know flipping through. But if I'm actually like trying to gather information, I don't go to the magazine anymore. Does that make sense? I think so. It's weird. But my daughter is kind of getting into it. Uh, my dad started dropping off motocross magazines that highlight, um, particularly like have articles with female riders. And, uh, In she, bikinis? No, no bikinis. It's it seems like, dangerous. No, it's all like motocross, just women in motocross. And they, there's not really bikinis in motocross. Just women magazines. covered in road rash. Not to say that there's not like decent looking women probably in that are riding dirt bikes and stuff like that's fine but they don't need to be in yeah they're not in bikinis it's okay <laughs> it's all good but the, the last one was uh, a a girl who actually went through a bunch of surgeries and stuff as a little kid but um from riding motorcycle in a bikini probably no it was something else um she had some uh difficulties from birth and had like six or seven different surgeries but then still her her dad like got her on a on a dirt bike with training wheels and stuff like at three years old, and then boom, now she's she's like in her upper teens and is in competition, like dirt bike riding and stuff, and like doing well. So it's a pretty interesting. Yeah, she's living your life. Yeah, she shows it shows the whole lineage of her going through it all, and Sophia has been really like. She enjoys like watching, like looking at the pictures and seeing. I mean, I'm guessing at this point she's only six. Sophia likes looking at all the different dirt bikes this girl's had at different ages and how they're pink and several of them. She's got full pink gear on and stuff. Sure, that's what's resonating with her. Guess what? Actually, first, let me ask: What's up with this magazine question? Did you have? Did you have? You had filled and streamed, didn't you? You were a field and stream kind of guy? No. Actually, I was never able to have magazines. Yeah. Like, I wanted Nintendo Power. No. Yeah. Well, can we get Nickelodeon Magazine? No. Can we get the WWF Magazine? No. Yeah. You can have Boy's Life. I had a subscription to Boy's Life from my grandma and, I think, from my mother or somebody. I had two sets of boys life magazines coming in to my home wow for years that's crazy never read a single issue yeah because who gives a rip yeah i would look at the back and fantasize about selling junk so i could win these prizes Uh uh-huh because you know eight-year-old me thought i needed a kayak or something yeah but i never did that yeah so i only just read the back what a bummer but eventually when i was a teenager making my own money then I got a subscription to Metal Edge. Yeah. So I could hang up all my Bon Jovi centerfolds. Nice. Just wallpapered my room with That's them. That's awesome. That's really funny. Uh, do you remember seeing Field and Streams around? Yeah, like uh, maybe your friend's uncle would have it yes, sitting I, on, in the bathroom or something. Oh, well, my dad had it. And like, yeah, I had uncles that had it. And I was always like, why do you look? Who reads this? Why are you reading this? Guys that like fields and streams. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I think Boy's Life was like the little kid version of that. I imagine. I never opened it up. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing Boy's Life, but never actually looking at Boy's Life. Um, So I was lucky there. 
where I was gifted Hot Rod Magazine. And then the Motor tr- Motor Trend one came when it was like... Because so, you'd always get that card in the magazine. And then every so often you'd get one that was like, you know, get this subscription, get this Motor Trend one for only whatever, a dollar more or something like that. And you'd fill that card out and send it in. So that's how I would get Motor Trend occasionally. But um, so I was gifted those. So each year it was like, you know, it, part of Christmas would be like, oh, yeah, grandma got you another subscription to Hot Rod again or your aunt got it for you or whatever. But it's like as soon as I got a job, as soon as I was 14 and got a job, then it was like no more. I had to pay for my own <laughs> subscriptions. And that was when I first... Um, got a lowrider subscription but i remember even lowrider was hard like not all of the magazines had the card in it to get the subscription like you like i eventually while i was buying them one time i like wrote a letter to lowrider and said like hey how do i get a subscription and then they sent me like a card to fill out and do but it was crazy expensive like other subscriptions i remember could be like I remember for a while they were like twelve ninety nine or something, you know, whatever. Like not as crazy. And Lowrider was like sixty bucks, and I was just like, "What?" The In nineteen nineties money? It was like ninety five, ninety six ton. That's like seven hundred dollars in was, today's money. It was like stupid expensive. You and could I buy an actual Lowrider for that kind of money. Yeah, so I only did it like one time or maybe twice, and then I just tried to buy the magazines when I would come, you know. At $18 a piece on the newsstand? Monthly. I forget what they were, but they were a lot. I wanted to say they were like seven or eight bucks, which was a lot, you know? But that's $96 a year. It's crazy. See, you were a sucker buying it on the newsstand. Yeah. Could have got it for 60 bucks. Yeah. It It was, I don't know. It was rough, man. But now that stuff, I even have a hard time. Like, Lowrider has changed a lot, um, like, as far as their online presence. And I thought for sure there'd be a Lowrider channel. Maybe there is one now that w- that's really cool, but, like, a channel on YouTube, but I haven't really found it. I got into, um, there's, a, like, a hops company or something that, um, like, a hydraulic company that ended up making a YouTube channel, and they just have a garage down in california and they would actually follow builds and stuff and it was very like real legit like just like dudes in the shop like hey we got this car and we're gonna you know this is the setup we're gonna do it and that is really sweet channel really cool because they divulge a ton of information in there like talking about the building of the hot uh, of the lowrider in terms of like all the stuff that as a midwesterner you would never know. Like you, we don't have a lot of car clubs where you're gonna be able to really bounce information off of people um, to, as to like what you need to do to successfully build a lowrider that's gonna handle what a lowrider needs to do. And so, as a person who like was into hot rods and into cars and building engines and building, you know, has like built cars and engines before. That was like amazing. Like blew my mind. Like this is sweet. They're giving me all of the the secrets so to speak it's pretty cool i used to read 17 magazine at my friend's house because his sister got it (laughs) 
You know, she was like yeah, 12. I've read some of that stuff before. It's not too bad. So what I do, I didn't have my own subscription. Yeah. I mean, like, don't, don't misinterpret. Sure. Sure. Okay. Do you miss um, that kind of thing at all where it's like, it's just like you said what you alluded to right away of the uh, looking at the back cover and then fantasizing about a thing. Do you miss, like, that's the only thing that I miss about all that anymore. There's, like, very little fantasizing or imagination now, even for me as an adult, due to the internet, I think. Like, but like back then, even in, like, at some point in my 20s, like, I would look at magazines and I feel like all that contributed to much more use of the imagination, even then, because you're you're imagining like that scenario. You have like one picture, you know what I mean, or like you have a handful of pictures of a car or whatever, and the builder, and you got to read this article, and then you have to think about like what is that, you know, where are they at? Where are they taking these photos at? And what is what is that atmosphere like? What where did he build this thing? Was he building it in his garage? You know, like a full shop? What did that look like? I don't know. All this stuff and all those Marlboro ads yes i tons, miss those tons of marble ads i don't know do you miss any of that stuff do you think that that's all i had so much camel cash different now i had so much camel cash for real <laughs> i probably still have piles of camel cash somewhere no the reason i brought it up was because i was thinking the other day about how i had a lot of magazines i wanted subscriptions for yeah and couldn't have but then i had two subscriptions to boys life which i did not want and i was just bummer. thinking about how hard my childhood was yeah that's all it was, was just more of a woe is me topic yeah when you were a little kid um do you remember looking at the jc penny catalog and fantasizing about all the toys that you wish you could get and also occasionally peeking at the lingerie section do you think Sears or JCPenney had the better bra section? I didn't. I never saw a Sears. I only saw JCPenney. Wow. Sheltered lad. Yeah, am I missing out or what? I would say so. My grandma had JCPenney. And every, I mean, I spent hours fantasizing in the JCPenney's catalog. About your grandma? No, about the toys. Oh. And I would look at all the toys and wish I had all of them and whatever i didn't dare mark up her catalog i didn't dare circle anything but it was like holy cow and i'd look at everything and look at the prices and wish that i wasn't poor and i just knew that there's no way i was going to get that toy but oh man i like played with that toy for hours in my mind while looking at the catalog and then when i got tired of the toys i flipped right on over to that lingerie section or even just regular bras and panty section 100 percent hundred percent and this was when before you came up here yeah huh <laughs> well i can step out if you need me to i mean i don't know what it was like i was probably seven eight years old nine years old ten years old i don't know 10 11 12 and that 40. was the weird bummer is like i mean i guess i was lucky because my grandmother was pretty old so, and she'd be like watching 60 Minutes and Murder, she wrote, and I'd be sitting on the couch over there. And so I would just, I, cause yeah, I'd Where's still be in the, going? <laughs> I'd still be in the same room. Well, it was weird. Like, how do I flip over to the lingerie part kind of without grandma seeing, you know? 
because I didn't want it to be weird. Like I didn't want. I just felt like, oh, I don't want grandma catching me looking at these women in bras and stuff. This reminds me of a uh, article I read in Penthouse Forum that I used to have a subscription to. No, don't get. The, the, come on now. Ah, Tom, I'm just nothing like with that you. happened. Well, because I just felt like it was weird, and I got like worried, like it would be too it obvious if I went to a different room. Right? It would be too obvious. That's what I was worried about. Well, you don't have to worry now, Ton. It's just you and me. Thank you so much. And Rod Argent from the Zombies. He's on the yes. show tonight. Awesome. I almost forgot. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. What a guy. We've got an exclusive interview with him, and we can hear it right now. We're joined today by Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Rod Argent, member of the Zombies. They've got a new album out. It's called Different Game. Rod, how's it going today? Yeah, pretty good, thank you. Getting over jet lag and uh, just been here in, in the States um, three days and starting to uh, feel human again. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it's an honor speaking with you. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, it's a great pleasure, Dustin. Thank you. Well, I know the Zombies have a new album coming out, Different Game. Can you tell the listeners a bit about the new album? carefully planned album in the sense that um, leading up to our Rock and Hall, Roll Hall of Fame induction in 2019, um, we, we, we felt the band had never sounded so good, and we couldn't wait to get back into the studio and start recording a new album. Now, we had it very much as a, um, an overriding um, philosophy, if you like, that we wanted to go back to a very old way of recording. In the old days, there was only one way to record. You all had to be in the studio at the same time. You only had four tracks when we started. Um, so uh, everyone had to play together. But when you do that, rather than using, you know, the techniques that we all know of overlaying stuff and, um, you know, putting down a drum track and then a bass track and then doing things that way, um, which you can get... Uh, uh, accurate and 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 you can get some great results doing that. I mean, I've recorded many many things in in my life in in that way. Um, but we thought we want to go back to that situation where the whole band is in the room at the same time, um, and we capture a little bit of magic because we get a take when everything seems to be working. Everyone is listening to each other, and they minutely change what they're playing. Um, uh, by listening to other people and responding uh, to it, including Colin's guide vocal, and he just changes slightly the way he sings because he can hear all of us, and, and we minutely change what we're playing because we can hear him and we can hear everybody else. And then all we do is add, um, uh, often add some harmonies afterwards. But it, uh, we wanted to go back to that, and we did. And also, we wanted to get a situation where we were... I mean, I'd written nine of the ten songs on the album, and um, I wanted to get back to the philosophy we had with Odyssey and Oracle, um, because Chris Wyatt and I at that time uh, felt that our previous songs that we were recording, um, the producer hadn't got the the atmosphere and the ideas and how we sounded, uh, how the songs sounded in our minds, and they hadn't managed to get it on tape. And we, we were very disappointed. We felt we had to try and get our songs down in the way that we heard them. And so we, we produced that album ourselves. We had a control over everything. We wanted to do that same thing once more with this album. We did it in my studio, which um, 
had just been finished, and uh, and we'd had the guy that did Abbey, the Abbey Road control rooms do all the acoustic engineering in the in my studio. It's only a small studio, but just set up for us, and we had control over the whole process, and we felt um, that we ended up with uh, an album of songs. Certainly, when I'd written the song and, and then played it to Colin, and we got excited about it, and then played it to the band, and we we rehearsed a little bit. Um, we captured that we felt um, in a way that we hadn't since Odyssey and Oracle. So we were we were really knocked out with it. And the early industry reaction um, has been absolutely wonderful. Um, and and a lot of people have actually said they feel it's the best album we've made since. Um, Odyssey and Oracle, so, you know, it's wonderful to hear that and to feel that we've actually got songs down in, in the way that we heard them before we started to record. Yeah, that's awesome. It, it definitely, from what I've heard so far, it, it has uh, has a modern sound to it, but also the classic zombie sound, and, you know, it's yeah. been about 60 years since the zombies were formed, and, and it sounds like you guys have uh, definitely gotten uh, some tricks along the way, and uh, your approach to recording and songwriting is definitely as strong as ever. Well, that's what kind of you to say, and, and, and we feel, you know, I feel personally that these are some of the, the, the best songs, certainly in the way that they've been realized on record that, that I've written. Um, and, um, you know, I, I feel it's the best album that we've done since Odyssey and Oracle, so it would be wonderful if some, of the, that some people agree with that. But some people do seem to be agreeing with that at the moment, so it's, it's lovely to hear you, you, you say about uh, your reaction, initial reaction too, so thank you. Yeah, definitely. And I know you mentioned you're, you're in the States now. I know the Zombies have a few shows here, and then you guys are going back overseas. Will you be adding maybe more shows here in the, in the U.S. later this year? Um, oh, I, I would think it's, it's very much on the cards. I mean, last year, unbelievably, we did 75 gigs because it was post-COVID. Um, a, a, an awful lot of those were in America um, and also on um, a couple of cruises, rock and roll cruises that we did, which is always good fun. Um, so, yes, I, I would think, you know, possibly in the autumn, uh, we, you know, we, we may be coming back. Um, but uh, that's 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 up to the management and us all to plan together, really, um, after this initial response, because it's been very exciting doing the, the new documentary as well. So, that you know, we've, we've had a lot of creativity on our plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Besides the new album, the, the documentary, Hung Up on a Dream, uh, coming out as well. Will the uh, fans maybe have a chance to see that? Is it going to be streaming or on DVD, maybe? Um, we hope it's going to be on DVD. I mean, the... the um, uh, the, the director is Robert uh, is um, Robert, um, Robert Schwartzman, who is part of the, the Coppola family, um, and the executive uh, producer is Tom Hanks. So you know, there's a really good pedigree behind it, and I think the idea is, if we can, it would be lovely to be streamed um, on Netflix or something. You know, Netflix or Amazon Prime or one of the streaming platforms would be would be great. Um, but we have to wait and see about that. But um, I, I've only just seen the, 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 the final cut, and I think basically it's 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 great. It's it's very it's fast paced. It's amusing, and it's very moving in places as well. Um, you, you'd have to see it to uh, know what I'm talking about, really. But you know, I, I, I love my first reaction to it, so I hope people share that. Excellent. Yeah, it's uh, definitely great that the new album is being received so well and the Hall of Fame induction and the documentary. I mean, you guys 
have influenced so many people over the years, and it's great that you're finally starting to get the, these recognitions that you guys deserve. Well, I mean, it's very, again, very kind of you to say that, and, and uh, it, just, it just feels brilliant. And Colin and I often joke that we're, it feels like we're an, an emerging rock band. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rod, is there anything else maybe coming up? I know you've got a lot on your plate already, but something else maybe in the works? That's enough for me, just at the moment. Um, I, I, I've only got enough energy uh, to, to really, go, which is, has always been true of me, really, to concentrate on, on one main thing. And, you know, I like to give it everything that I've got. Um, uh, but, but, you know, working with the zombies and with a great bunch of guys and, and with Colin uh, singing, his voice has changed a little. Uh, over the years, as, as is natural, and, you know, with, uh, as you get older, it changes. But I think, in many ways, it's stronger, and um, it, it's just as effective as it ever was. We do everything in the original keys. We, you know, we, we sing in the same ranges as we've always done, and, uh, and while we can, uh, we want to just enjoy that creative satisfaction that we get. Excellent. Rod, again, thank you so much. It's been an honor speaking with you. I'm a huge fan of the zombies, like most people are, and I loved your solo stuff as well, and it's been great speaking with you. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much for, for that. Thanks. Bye. And again, that was the one and only Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Rod Argent of the Zombies. Their new album, Different Game, is out now, and their new documentary, Hung Up on a Dream, coming out as well.
This is Tony Tennille, and you are listening to the fabulous Five Count.
What's your name? What's your name? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Here is he rich like me? Has he taken? Has he taken any time? Any time to show? To show you what you need to live? Tell it to me slowly. Tell you. Today, 
got everything Just because you hold her in your arms And squeeze her tight Don't you understand that she Runs away with anyone who happens in her sight Oh, you can see how hard she is You think you're very wise But she will run away from you Before you realize You think you've got everything Just because you hold her in your arms And squeeze her tight Don't you understand that she Runs away with anyone Who happens in her sight Oh, you can see how hard she is You think you're very wise But she will run away from you Before you realize She's gone She's gone Hi, this is John Lodge of the Moody Blues and Beyond, and you're listening to The Five Count.
hold your head up. Time. <laughs> I'm trying. I've been trying for a few years now. Welcome back to the five count. That was an exclusive interview with Rod Argent from the Zombies. It's really good. A new album, Different Game, out oh, now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's another rock and roll Hall of Famer in you're, the books. You're a different game, Dust. Whoa. Thank you. You're so welcome. I feel welcome. I feel really good. Actually, that's not true. I feel awful, but yeah, I came up here anyway because I owe it to you people out there. You 17 people who listen to this show on a weekly basis means so much to Ton. <sighs> yes. You know, I've been feeling awful also, and I just don't know how to kick it, you know? Something's got to change. What are you saying? Is this your last program? No, definitely not. Oh, you want to do more programs? Yeah, well, I mean, we'll just keep it steady. Has nothing to do with this program, the things that need to change. Oh. Nothing to do with this program. This program is really good. Do you feel like it was pretty good maybe back in time in the past? What do you mean? Like like 10 years ago or like? Yeah. I guess. I mean, if I arbitrarily were going to throw a dart at a calendar and pick a time frame to rehash. It might throw a nail at the 10-year mark. Yeah, why not? (laughs) I mean, I think it was good. Ton. It was good, and I'll tell you why. Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Yes. April 20th, 2013. Awesome. Ton was here with me. And Larry Kenny, the voice of Lionel from Thundercats. Yeah, man. He was on the show. Awesome. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, he was also the voice of Count Chocula. Yes, dude. And Sonny the Cuckoo Bird. Yes. From uh, Cocoa Puffs. He was cuckoo for those, if you remember. Yeah. I, I, that was one of those uh, interviews where you're talking to him and you're you have this sudden realization of like, okay, so Saturday morning I was watching you and the Thundercats, and then I heard you in every cartoon or every commercial, and like, what the heck? I yeah. had no idea. He was from all sorts of stuff, including Ton's all-time favorite cartoon, Silver Hawks. <laughs> oh, man. Silver Hawks! What a life. Your life? I... I know. Those I'm envious people, of it every year. The people that do that voiceover envious. stuff is so, I think that's so awesome. I would love to do that. It's, I don't know. It's impossible now because now they just like pay actual real actors to do this stuff. You kind of do voiceover like your voice does things over this goofy music. Yeah. I'm saying I would absolutely love it if it was my job to do voice acting somehow. And so I just went to a studio and voice acted. That would be so sweet. I would love that. And then you'd say, Thunder, 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 Cats. Yeah. Or something like that. I should have pursued that. I should have tried harder to pursue that. The really sweet thing about voice acting also is like, it doesn't matter what your face looks like or how old you get. You can just keep on working. I know. I'm hideous. Although I was when I started, so maybe I'm... That's not the best example, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're hideous, but... I appreciate that. I hear what you're saying. So what else happened? Did we play some music 10 years ago? 
We played uh, Thundercats music. We played Escapism by James Brown, which, nice. if I remember right, it was about 19 minutes long. Yeah. Wow. You're good. Sometimes we do stuff like that. Yeah. That was 10 years ago. I love doing stuff like that. Great stuff. But you know what, Ton? It's still pretty good present day. It's pretty good. I mean, Are it's you okay decent. There? Are you calling Breathless the Mahoney or what? No, but I'm getting messages, you know. I got a little one at home that apparently is uh, puking all over the place. So, you oh. know, it's fine. It's fine. All right. <laughs> I mean, he's not there by himself. You know? So he has someone to puke on. Yeah. Well, that's a relief. It is a relief. You know what I mean? There's a lot of times where I wish I still had someone to puke on. You know what I mean? Hey, if you'd like to puke on us sometime, why not give us a call? Send us a message. Send us a message at the five count hotline, 507 519 Yeah, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. We got one. We got one. We got one. <laughs> this message reads... Hi, guys. I know you have already done a dance party episode, but don't you think there should be more dance party music? There's a band out there that specializes in it called Electric Six. They even have dance in the name of several of their songs. Dance Pattern, Dance Commander, Dance Epidemic, and Improper Dancing. But my favorite dance song of theirs is Down at McDonald's with a Z. Check it out. Hope you can play some of these without infringement. Signed, T. Tony, Dance Party and Tone. Wow. That sounds awesome, T. Tony Tone. Ton, are you familiar with this group? No, I'm going to have to check it out. Electric Six? I have. In fact, it was 20 years ago I saw Electric Six at the 7th Street entry. You did? For real? They played with Junior Senior. Wow. And it was quite the time. Electric Six. Was it good, actually? I thought it was good. I went there with uh, Justin Wicks, if you and remember that guy. I do, and he must have fell asleep. I think it was so packed in there that if he did fall asleep, he would still be upright. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. So you've seen this band. You know who they are, and you've seen them, and it's good. I saw them 20 years ago. Dude. In 2003. That's crazy. How hip does that make me, Tony T-Tone? Really hip. Like, I'm probably the coolest dude you've ever known ever. Dust, you have hips for days. Man. This is... So hip, I'm a pelvis. Yes, everybody knows this already. That's amazing. I haven't heard this band. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Is it good? Can we hear it? Are you going to play some sometime? What's happening? I could. Electric Six. We could play a dance song from Electric Six. Wow. If you want. They worked with Jack White. I thought you would have been all over that. No, I didn't know about it. He's worked with a lot of people, though. Where have you been? And I'm not like a crazy, I'm not like a Jack White fanatic, but I find it interesting. I follow some amount of his stuff, I guess, you know? Yeah, really, similar hair. You probably feel like that was the case because I really got interested in his record company and stuff for a little while. But that doesn't mean that I necessarily listen to everything that he does. Oh, I, I really thought like, that's what it meant. No, I really like the Dead Weather and um, I don't like the raconteurs quite as much. Um, white Stripes are cool, obviously, but I don't really know a lot beyond all that. You know a band that he worked with that you might like? Uh, Electric Six. Electric Six. You ever heard of those guys? No. 
pretty they good. Should, they have a lot of dance songs. Do they? <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm just trying to help. Yeah. I realize not everyone is as cool as me. Yeah. And as hip and has things on vinyl. Yes. So I try to spread that information around. At least that's what you're doing, spreading it around. Right yeah. Around. I mean, there's no sense in gatekeeping it. Yeah. Because it's like uh, I'm, you're not going to be as knowledgeable or hip or mysterious as me. Yeah. So what do I have to worry about? Mysterious keyword. Like, wow, look at that guy. Mm-hmm. He must have vinyls. I agree, yeah. Just by looking at you, yeah, I think you would feel that way. Yeah. That's amazing. You know what's amazing, Ton? What? You know, remember our Easter show when we had that spiritual retreat with Father Gene? Yeah. I found the last album of his that I was missing. Oh, wow. Now I have this full set. Wow. Complete set. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for next year then. Yeah, maybe next Easter if you're good. That's crazy. Maybe for your birthday. Wow. Now you're talking, pal. I'm always talking. You really know how to celebrate. I used to make a living talking. That's good for you. (laughs) People used to pay me to talk. (laughs) Man, I wish I could get that gig. I know. I've just been talking to the ether for years. We're talking years and never getting paid. Man, what a bummer. Well, that's not true, Ton, because we did sell some five-count T-shirts. We sold another true. one. So you must have made, like, at least 80 cents. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe I did total I've made 13 bucks now, something like that. Over the last 10 years? Yeah, probably. That's nothing to sneeze at. No. I should really look into that, actually. It's been so bucks. little. I never <laughs> look into it. Wow. You're, you're probably sitting on, like, $7,000 7, that you forgot to cash out. Yeah. On. Right, I wish, dude. That would be something. I would have been. I would have wrote you a check saying, like, "Don't worry about paying for the website for the next however much." You know, like, dude, seven grand. Have you seen some of the pictures we've posted of uh, the attractive people who buy our shirts and wear them out in public? No, there's all sorts of them. It's incredible on Facebook or on Twitter. All those places. Really? I had no idea. There's like uh, super hunky dudes. Super hunky dudes. Women with awesome hair. Yeah. I like Um, that idea. Oh, yeah. Look at this hunk of a dude right here. Wow. Who is this guy? It's Lou Ferrigno. Wow. Bunch of hunks, dude. I'm looking at it right now. The show for hunks. Amazing. Wow, look at this person. You could go to thefivecount.com and click on the merch tab, and you could be a hunk yourself. I had no idea all of our fans were so good looking. Yeah, like you won't be ton level hunk, but I mean, that's an unrealistic bar. Wow. Don't don't set yourself up for disappointment. Is it really? That's amazing. Well, that's lovely. I'm glad I took the time to take a look at that. Yeah. Tom, you want to hear some songs? Yeah, man, I do. Want to hear a dance song? Yes. There's this band. I don't know if you ever heard of them. They're called Electric Six. No way. They play dance songs. Electric Six. Let's hear it. I'm just messing with you, Tony. (laughs) I'm more goofing on Tom. I do want to hear it, though. I want to hear Electric Six. He's out of the loop. Like, and we all can't be as cool as you, Dust. Like, 
out of the loop kind of infers that maybe you were in the loop at one time. Ton wasn't even in it. Not even in it. It wasn't like he was in it for a while and then fell out. Like, he just, he doesn't even know where the loop is. Man. What a bummer. Yeah. I bet. I mean, I can't <laughs> relate, but I can sympathize. Hey, let's dance, shall we? Yes. Eastman co-created the Turtles, and you're hanging with me here on the Five Count, Calabunga. Test, I'm rapping to the beat And me, the groove, 
and my friends are gonna try to move your feet. You see, I am Wonder Mike, and I like to say hello. Up to the black, to the white, the red, and the brown, and the purple, and yellow. But first, I gotta bang, bang, the boogie to the boogie. Say, up, jump, the boogie to the bang, bang, boogie. Let's rock. You don't stop. Rock the rhythm, and I'll make your body rock. Well, so far, you've heard my voice, but I brought two friends along. And next on the mic is my man, Hank. Come on, Hank, sing that song. Check it out. I'm the C-A-S-N, the O-V-A, and the rest is F-L-Y. You see, I go by the code of the doctor of the mix, and these reasons I'll tell you why. You see, I'm six foot one, and I'm tons of fun, and I dress to a D. You see, I got more clothes than Muhammad Ali, and I dress so viciously. I got bodyguards, I got two big guards, that definitely ain't the whack. I got a Lincoln Continental, and a son who's Cadillac. So after school, I take a dip in the pool, which is really on the wall. I got a color TV so I can see the Knicks play basketball. Him and talk on my checkbook, could it cost more money than a sucker could ever spend? But I wouldn't give a sucker or a bum from the rock and not a dime till I made it again. Everybody go, oh, hell, mo, hell, what you gonna do today? Cause I'm gonna get a fly girl, gonna get some spank and drive off in a death OJ. Everybody go, oh, hell, mo, hell, holiday in. Say, if your girl starts acting up, then you take her friend. I'm after G, oh my mellow, it's on you, so what you gonna do? Well it's on and on and on and on and on, the beat don't stop until the break of dawn. I said a M-A-S, a T-E-R, a G with a double E. I said I go by the unforgettable name of the man they call a Master G. Well, my name is known all over the world by all the foxy ladies and the pretty girls. I'm going down in history as the baddest rapper that ever could be. Now I'm feeling the highs and you're feeling the lows. The beat starts getting into your toe. You start popping your fingers and stopping your feet and moving your body while you're sitting in your seat. And then damn, you start doing the freak. I said bam, a rider out of your seat. Then you throw your hands high in the air. You're rocking to the rhythm, shake your dairy. Air. You're rocking to the beat without a care Cause the short shot MCs for the affair Now I'm not as tall as the rest of the gang But I rap to the beat just the same I got a little face and a pair of rhyme eyes All I'm here to do ladies is hypnotize Singing on and, and on and on and on and on The beat don't stop until the break of dawn I sing it on and, and on and on and on and on Like a hot butter to pop, to pop, to pop Give it, give it, pop, to pop, pop You don't dare stop but come alive y'all Give me what you got I guess by now you can take a hunch And find that I am the Baby of the bunch, but that's okay. I still keep in stride, cause all I'm here to do is just a wiggle your behind. Sing it on and, and on and on and on. The beat don't stop until the break of dawn. Sing it on and, and on and on and on and on. Rock, rock, yo. I throw it on the floor. I'm gonna freak your head. I'm gonna freak your day. I'm gonna move you out of this atmosphere. Cause I'm one of a kind and I'll shock your mind. I put the dig, dig, diggers in your behind. I say the one, two, Come on, girls, I get on the floor. I come alive, yo. Give me what you got, cause I'm guaranteed to make you rock. I said one, two, three, four. Tell me one to my what are you waiting for? Said a hip hop, the heavy to the heavy to hip hip hop. You don't stop rocking to the bang, bang the boogie. Say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie beat. Well, skittle and bebop, we rock a Scooby Doo. And well, guess what, America, we love you. Well, cause you rock in a row with us so much so you can rock to your 101 years old. I don't mean to brag, I don't mean to boast, but we're like hot butter on a breakfast toast. Rock it out, a baby bubba, baby bubba to the boogie, then bang bang the boogie to the beat. Beat is so unique. Come on, everybody, and dance to the beat.
the hibbity of a hip hip hopper, you don't stop. Rock it out, baby, bubba to the boogity bang bang, the boogie to the boogity beat. I say I can't wait to the end of the week when I rap it to the rhythm of a groovy beat and attempt to raise your body heat. I just blow your mind so where that you can't speak or do a thing, but I rock and shuffle your feet and let it change up to a dance called the freak. And when you finally do come into your rhythmic beat, rest a little while so you don't get weak. I know a man in Hank, he has more rhymes than a serious bank, so come on, Hank, I sing that song to the rhythm of the boogie de bang bang the ball. When I built the dip, the ladies pimp, the women fight for my delight, but I'm the grand master with the three MCs that shop the house for the young ladies. And when you come inside into the front, you do the freak bank, or do the bump, and when the sucker MCs try to prove a point with Trent's trio, or when the serious joint are from sun to sun and from day to day, I sit down and write a brand new rhyme. Because they say that miracles never cease, I've created a devastating masterpiece. I'm gonna rock the mic so you can't resist everybody. I say it goes like this when I was coming home late one dark afternoon. Reporter stopped me for an interview. She said she's heard stories and she's heard fables that are vicious on the mic and the turntable. This young reporter I did adore, so I rocked the vicious rhyme like I never did before. She said, "Damn, fly guy, I'm in love with you." Casanova legend must have been true. I said, "By the way, baby, what's your name?" Said I go by the name Lois Lane. And you can be my boyfriend, you surely can Just let me quit my boyfriend called Superman I said he's a fairy, I do suppose Flying through the air in pantyhose He may be very sexy or even cute But he looks like a sucker in a blue and red suit I said you need a man who's got finesse And his whole name across his chest He may be able to fly all through the night But can he rock a party till the early light? He can't satisfy you with his little worm But I can bust you out with my super sperm I go do it, I go do it, I go do it, do it, do it And I'm here, and I'm there I'm Big Bang Hank, I'm everywhere I just throw your hands up in the air And party harder like you just don't care Let's do it, I don't stop y'all I take a top y'all, you know stop I go hotel, motel And what you gonna do today? Someone get a fly girl, gonna get some spank And drive off in a death OJ Everybody go hotel, motel, holiday in You say if your girl starts acting up Then you take a friend I say skip, dive, what can I say? I can't fit them all inside my OJ So I just take half and bust them out I give the rest of Master D so he can shock the house It was 12 o'clock and one Friday night I was rocking to the beat, feeling alright Everybody was dancing on the floor Doing all the things they never did before And then this fly, fly girl with a sexy lead She came into the party, she came into the scene And she traveled deeper inside the room All the fellas checked out her wise ass soon She came up to the table, looked into my eyes Then she turned around and she got behind So I said to myself, it's time for me to release My vicious rhyme, I call my masterpiece And now people in the house, this is just for you A little rap to make your boogaloo Now the group you hear is called Phase 2 And let me tell you something, we're a hell of a crew Once a week, we're on the street Just to cutting the jams and making it free For you to party, got to have the mood So we'll get right down and give you a groove For you to dance, you got to be high So we'll get right down and make it rock Now the system's on and the girls are There. You definitely have a rockin' affair But let me tell you something There's still one fact That to have a party Got to have a rap So when the party's over You're making it home And trying to sleep Before the break of dawn And while you're sleeping You start to dream And think of how you danced On a disco scene A name appears in your mind Yeah, a name you know That was right on time It was phase two I just a do and a do Rockin' you down Cause you know we could To the rhythm of the beat That makes you free Come alive, girl Get on your feet To the rhythm of the beat To the beat The beat to the double beat, beat 
that makes you freak to the rhythm of the beat that says you go on, on and on until the break of dawn. Now I got the man coming on right now. He's guaranteed to no doubt. He goes by the name of a Wonder Mike. Come on, Wonder Mike, do what you like. I say a can of beer that's sweeter than honey like a millionaire that has no money like a rainy day that is not wet like a gambler fiend that does not bet like Dracula without his fangs like the boogie to the boogie without the boogie bang like collard greens that don't taste good like a tree that's not made out of wood like going up and not coming down it's just like the beat without the sound no sound to the beat beat you do the freak everybody just rock and dance to the beat have you ever went over a friend's house to eat and the food just ain't no good I mean the macaroni soggy the peas are mushed and the chicken tastes like wood oh, so you try to play it off like you think you can by you saying that you're full and then your friend says mama he just being polite he ain't finished your oh that's full oh, so your heart starts pumping and you think of a lie and you say that you already ate and your friend says man there's plenty of food so you pile some more on your plate but while the sticky food steaming your mind starts to dream another moment it's time to leave and then you look at your plate and your chicken slowly rotting into something that looks like cheese oh so you say that's it i got to leave this place i don't care what these people think I'm just sitting here making myself nauseous with this ugly food that stinks. Oh, so you bust out the door while it's still closed, still sick from the food you ate. And then you run to the store for quick relief from a bottle of K.O. Pectate. And then you call your friend two weeks later to see how he has been. And he says, I understand about the food, babe, but bubba, well, we're still friends. Oh, with a hip the hippie to the hip and a hip hip a hobby you don't stop the rocker to the bang bang nigga say up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat I said a Hank can you rock can you rock to the rhythm that just don't stop but can you hit me to the shoot me do I said I come on make but make the people move I go toot the holes and then ring the bell because I am the man with the clientele and if you ask me why I rock so well in Big Bang I got clientele from the time I was old to six years old I never forgot what I was told it was the best advice that I ever had it came from my wife dear old dad he said sit down punk I wanna talk to you and don't say a word until I'm through now there's a time to laugh a time to cry a time to live and a time to die A time to break and a time to chill To act civilized or act real ill But whatever you do in your lifetime You never let an MC steal your rhyme So from 66 to this very day I'll always remember what he had to say So when the sucker MCs try to jump my style I let them know that I'm versatile I got style, finesse, and a little black book It's filled with rhymes and I know you wanna look But the thing that separates you from me And that is called originality Because my rhymes are on from what you've heard I didn't even bite, not a got word And I say a little more later on tonight So the sucker MCs can bite on I, I take a jock, y'all A beat, beat, y'all A left rock, y'all You know, stop, go home What you gonna do today? Say what? I'm gonna get a fly girl, gonna get some spank and drive off in a death OJ. Everybody go hotel, hotel, holiday in. You say if your girl starts acting up, then you take her friends. I like that, y'all. I did the beat, y'all. I beat, beat, y'all. You know, stop. I'm Master G. I'm my Melo. It's on you. So what you gonna do? Well, I like Johnny Carson on the late show. I like Freddie Crocker in stereo. I like the barcade singing. Holy Ghost, the sounds are thrown down. I did play the most. Just like my man, Captain Sky. He's named the Earth with the Super Spurn. We rock and we don't stop. Get off, y'all. I'm here to give you what you got. To the beat that it makes you freak. Come alive, girl. Get on your feet. I like a Perry Mason without a case. Like Farrah Fawcett without her face. Like the barcades on the mic. Like getting right down for you to 
not like moving your body so you don't know how. Right to the rhythm and throw down. Like coming alive to the Master G, the brother who rocks so viciously. And then at the age of one, my life begun. At the age of two, I was doing a do. At the age of three, it was you and me rocking to the sounds of the Master G. At the age of four, I was on the floor giving all the beats what they bargained for. At the age of five, I didn't take no job with the Master G. It's all the way live. At the age of six, I was a picking up sticks. Rapping to the beat, my thing was the At the age of seven, I was rocking in heaven. Don't you know? I went off. I gotta run all down to the beat to see. Getting right all down. Making all the girls just take off the cough to the beat. The beat to the double beat beat that makes you free. At the age of eight, I was a really great to live a night to see. I had a day. At the age of nine, I was a run on down to live a night to see. I had a fun to rhyme. Going on and on and on and on and on. The beat don't stop until the break of dawn. Staying on and on and on. But I'm a hell of a man when I'm on the mic And I am the definite piece to lie I'm a hell of a man when I'm on the mic I am the definite piece to lie You call me the master G to see The man who rocks in the business I'm gonna make it I'm gonna grind it I'm gonna do it And it's just for you Cause I'm all the kind of rock I'm gonna do it 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 This is Allison Argrum, and I wrote a book called Confessions of a Prairie Bitch, How I Survived Nellie Olson and Learned to Love Being Hated, and now I've learned to love the five count. Or you see a, a hamster named Philip, and he's on the news. 
or a stinky turtle bites you in the ear. Ah! Or your left knee is the only way you can possibly hear. What? What? Can't hear you got cancer. <laughs> get it? <laughs> you don't get it. All right, well. I do know what to see. Just relax, Ton. I'm trying so hard. Man, every time we're off the air and playing music, Ton's just constantly, hurry up. Is this over? Is this the last song? Can we get out of here already? <laughs> I do not say those things. What's the big hurry? Uh, Aren't you having a good time? Man, I wish it was like that back in the old days up in the station where you're playing the tunes the whole time live, just waiting for the time to get back on air. Wow. What are the days now exactly? The days now are... Let's get this over with. No, definitely not. But it's definitely different. It's definitely not enjoyable. It's way different now. Due to multiple circumstances. It's okay. Is it my face? You don't have to look directly at me. It has nothing to do with your face. You can just talk like sideways into the mic and... Just not look look, at your face? Yeah, look that way. Uh, That doesn't help me, though. It's fine. No, your face is fine. There's nothing wrong with your face. Are you sure? Yes. It feels like there's something off about it. What do you mean? Like a it's lump? Just like uh, a general yuckiness. A y- general yuckiness. What have you been reading the snorks a lot or what? Just looking in the mirror yuck, mostly. Yuck, 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 Snorks? Yeah, hanging out with the yuck yucks. What the hell are you talking you about? Water witch, dude. Come on. The snorks? Yeah. Those underwater smurf dorks? Yeah. Yes, dude. Why are we talking about them? Because you were talking about yuckiness. And there's yuck yucks in the in the snorks. It's very strange. Well, it's it's part of my childhood and now part of my kids' childhood. But when we played widget on the five count co-op, you had yeah. no idea what that was. No. Weird. Sorry, man. Hey, speaking of the five count co-op, that's another show that we do. It's on the computer. It is. Like a YouTube. YouTube. We don't get paid for that one either. YouTube could be watching us on the YouTube. Instead of a long pause there, you were supposed to explain what the show was. The show is... Can't believe I still have to tell you this, Ton. Cooperative play show where we play old video games and mostly yell at each other. It's pretty great. A cooperative play show. Yeah, but we don't really play cooperatively at all. We usually take turns or play against each other and yell at each other a lot. Or mostly I'm probably yelling and Dusty's trying to get me to calm down and not yell at him anymore. It's usually like two in the morning when we do it. Yeah. That's why. And he's like, I'm nervous. And I'm like, just jump on the thing. Freaking out. Instant stepdad mode. Yeah. What are you doing? Why do you drop down? What do you die? What do you just keep dying? What's? Let me try it. You fell down the hole. Didn't you see there was a hole there? Yeah. I. 
Just give me that. Give me that. I kind of peed a little bit just even talking about it. Yeah. He makes me so nervous. And then I play, and I'm just as bad or worse. That's what happens. But I'm much more polite about it. Yeah, and then at the end of the whole situation, we usually, like, hug and cry for a bit. You know? So it resolves. It's okay. some more. I mean, check it out. The Five Gone Co-op. It's on YouTube. You could join us on Patreon. If you love this show or if you tolerate it or care at all, you can help support us by joining us on Patreon. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of really fun stuff there and a lot of stuff that might not be that much fun, but you don't have to look at all of it. Just pick and choose. Yeah, just like two or three things. It's fine. And click around on it. You know what I mean? Just cost a dollar. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's, yeah, it's fine. You get early access to this show. It's way cheaper than a lowrider subscription, I'll tell you that. That's true, and you could listen to this on a Thursday at work instead of waiting all night until Saturday night when you obviously could have much cooler things to do. Yeah. I mean, what would it really take? If you're on the fence right now, would, like, bikini photos of Dusty help you out? Dust in a bikini? I got them. Put those up there. Actually, I have. All, I only have nude photos, but I could probably Photoshop a bikini yeah. on me. We should do that. Actually, I wonder if we could use that Chat GPT thing and upload photos of you and say, "Chat GPT, please put bikinis on Dusty." Right, and then he they would Chat GPT. The AI would just superimpose you in bikinis, and maybe in like tropical locations or in a firehouse. Yes. Sure. There's so many good ideas right now. I don't know at all what you're talking about, but I'm in. That's awesome. Sign me up. Let's do it. Tom, that's the end of the show. Man, went by so fast. Thanks to Rod Argent from The Zombies for being on. Their new album, Different Game, is out now. Really good. You could also go to Lori Dawn Ceramics and buy some ceramics or a punk rock CD. So many things you could be spending your money on. Sounds awesome. KMSU Pledge Drive just around the corner. There's a meeting that Tun says he's not going to again. I'll be here. I'll be at church. Okay. I guess I'll go. You should go in person. You're the one who has the most like. I don't like people. Rocky relationships over there. Why? Jealousy? I don't know. It's jealousy. Seeing me in person ain't going to help Don't that. go in with that attitude. Go in just with all smiles, knowing that people love you. Do the, like, Rodney Dangerfield thing, you know, at the beginning. I get no respect. I'm not even on the puzzle. <laughs> like that? No, yeah. So, well, tell yourself that you love yourself and people lo- like you. What is that thing? I don't know. It's time Somebody to go. That. Anyways, check us out on thefivecon.com. We'll see you next time. You have now come to the end of this side of the recording. Please turn it over for the conclusion of the story.